What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Brunch with Des B. And today, the B is for boob freedom. Boob freedom. Body freedom. Bodily autonomy. Yes, bitch. But I'm more so referring to the fact that I have officially been done breastfeeding for like a, a week and a half now, which is crazy that already that much time went by. And I finally feel like I have my body back. It's it's crazy. I'm feeling a little, like a little bit less touched out, right? I still have to hold Maddox a lot. I still have to, you know, feed him bottles sometimes, but Wyatt has been helping so much more because like he can now. And um, it just feels really good to not feel resentment against like Maddox, like it's not his fault, but I was, I was so tired of breastfeeding. Um, and I talked about that in last week's episode, which if you guys haven't listened to just my postpartum episode, that was such a good one. I've gotten a lot of messages from you guys just like, Oh my gosh, thank you for putting into words what I couldn't. Or, um, I was wondering if other people felt this way too. Thank you for normalizing, hating your dogs. (laughs) Um, But honestly, if you guys haven't listened to that, whether you are postpartum, going to be postpartum, don't want to have kids, want to have kids, like no matter who you are, I think it's still like a really good insight into like how life can just change when, how life can change when kids are introduced and the role that women have to play in pregnancy and and what we go through, Um, which I'm not even going to teeter on the line of what we should then be allowed to do with our bodies, but whatever. Um... Y'all know how I feel about that. So I hope that you guys are having an amazing Sunday. Um, If you guys haven't um, gotten your first workout in a fit for life, go do it. Go do it. Shaky legs. Go get your legs a shaking, bitch. And if you are someone who skipped fit for life or just simply missed out and you're listening to this right now, you're like, motherfucker. I knew I should have fucking bought it. I have FOMO up the yin and yang. I will tell you that only for today, it is still live on my website and then we're taking it down. So if you want to go to the link in the bio, you can go right now um, while you're listening to this and buy it. And then you can tag me and say, brunch with Desby made me do it. You know what I mean? Booty, booty brunch. All right. Um, but I hope that you guys are enjoying that program. We have one more program coming that's even cheaper. Not by much, 99 cents. But, but the good old four weeks for gains, $48, 48 hours, Black Friday, and then like Black Friday and Saturday. You know what I mean? <laughs> Black Friday and sunny Saturday. Um, that's Those are the two days. So that's, that's not till the fucking end of November. So you guys got some time. Um, and that again, 48 bucks. So anyways, I hope that you guys are having a fantastic week. Um, as you heard last episode as well, um, some of you guys don't listen and it showed a lot of messages. Wait, you're, you're moving, you're moving. I must've referenced it in one of my sunscreen and sarcasm, um, stories. And if you didn't listen or just haven't caught up, okay, I get it. Um, we are moving to Michigan. So we actually got our home photos taken and our home is officially listed. Um, as of today, I'm coming back from Florida. We went for, um, my husband's dad, so my father-in-law, his 60th birthday and God willing, our plan was to have showings this weekend. 
So again, I'm, I'm recording this a few days early. So I'm hoping by this point, our home is live and like for sale. And then also we're getting showing. So um, God will, God will come through. And hopefully this motherfucker will be in contract to sell um, ASAP. Because, you know, why do we want to hang on to another house? Not fun. Um, so the moving process has been quite a fucking trip. I'm not going to lie. If you guys have, if you guys have bought a first home, congratulations. You know, that's a big step. However, I think the bigger fucking step is selling a home and buying simultaneously, like moving homes. It is such a different experience than when you would just pack up out of a shitty apartment complex, break your lease and fucking leave. It is so stressful. I cannot even explain. It's gone pretty smoothly, but it's the fact that like, if something, God, dude, knock on wood, right? If something falls through, like then your other house is for sale and then you're fucked and then you're in a hotel. Like it's just a lot more stress because you're like, oh my God, like things are as of right now, perfect, right? But what if something happens? You know, whatever. So our new home, we've already had our inspections. Um, like everything, we're good to go. We're literally just kind of waiting for them to move out because at the end of the day, um, you still have usually a like 30 day close. Makes sense. So we're like, we're good, but it's just the stress of like, kind of like waiting and you're like, oh my God, like I hope it works. Like, I don't know. Um, so it's just a new process and we don't plan on moving again um, for a fucking 18, 20 years like this, this home we're moving into will be our homedy home home for a very long time, which I'm extremely excited for as well. Um, but regardless point being, it's just been very stressful. So I was excited. I shared with you guys the other day. Um, I had a girl come in for an at home consultation from a company called the real real. No, this is not sponsored. Um, they were recommended to me by a girl that works at Louis Vuitton and, I wanted to know where I could resell a lot of my Louis Vuitton bags or like, you know, Gucci or whatever, because it, as much as I love holding on to my designer, because some of them are such timeless pieces and very limited edition, et cetera. I'm just, I'm not the type to hold on to shit. Like I, I love to purge and guess what? This sounds terrible, but if I want a new bag, I'm not going to go wear an old one. Like that sounds stupid, but I just, I hate old. I don't like to rewear, especially bags. So I like to get the newer designs, right? Um, there's a few bags that I kept though too that are again, just very staple pieces. But for the most part, I, like I like new and I think a lot of us can relate, right? Like you want it, you want it new. Um, so she came over, she took all my bags, sent them in. So now they go up for like quote consignment. Um, so as they sell, I then make like a commission of it, um, which like makes sense, right? So if a bag sells for $3,000, I make seven, I think it's 70%. So from what I understand, they have the best return on selling designer. They do like even Michael Kors, Kate Spade, et cetera. So if you're interested in selling like a really nice thing that you have, watches, accessories, bags, whatever, hit up the real real. Um, uh, you kind of, you have to wait until they sell to claim your money or you can, they can buy it from you like straight up. So you won't have the opportunity to make more money. It'll just be a set rate. Um, but you could do that too. If you're more like, you know, cash now, whatever. Um, so yeah, that was a really cool experience. And, um, I got rid of 10, 11 items, which I was like between wallets, a pair of sunglasses and all the rest of them were like purses and bags. I was like, I had 10 designer bags plus the five that I kept like two, like luggage, you know, whatever. I was embarrassed. Like that's fucking, 
Are you fucking kidding me? So I'm hoping that they sell for pretty good money and can help us pay for like the move or maybe like a new couch or something for our new house. So just, you know, kind of had to perch. Um, but everything else has been going pretty good, to be honest. Um, like I said, fit for life, you know, we're, we wrapped up the challenge a few weeks ago. Um, we're choosing winners. I I'm taking on new one-on-one clients. We're about to move into this house. Um, And I feel like I'm just going to be in a really good spot to like put my head down and just start to like grind again. Um, It just feels, it just feels good. Like I feel, I know I already said this last episode, but man, I just really feel like myself again. Um, I've been kind of dealing with a little bit of like body image shit. And I'm just being honest. Most days I'm like, you know what? I look fantastic. I look like fucking phenomenal. And then some other days I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so bloated. I'm so this. And you know, at the end of the day, you know, I've, I've not been eating that good. Okay. I can't, I'm not overeating, but I'm, I'm probably, I'm just maintaining and like, that's okay. Sometimes in life you just got to maintain. Um, but since I've stopped breastfeeding, my body has filled back out a little bit, um, which is beautiful. I feel stronger in the gym. I have more energy throughout the day. Um, but in terms of that, my, my hormones are kind of a little like shaky too. Like some days I'm fucking ravenous. Other days I'm not, I still haven't gotten a period in like a month, little over a, well, technically like almost two months since my last period, I missed a period, took a pregnancy test. Like it's negative, you know, but then you're just like stressed. Cause you're like, Oh my God, I don't want to get pregnant. And what if I still am? What if it was a false pot? You know, whatever by now I would have fucking known. Right. At the end of the day, if you're pregnant, bitch, you got, you have intuition, like you fucking, you know, it's the weirdest feeling, but when you're pregnant, like, you know, even when I took my first test, like, you know, almost a year and a half ago now to say, yep, you're pregnant. As shocked as I was, I, I like knew, you know what I mean? You're like, Ooh, I just have a feeling it's going to be positive. Um, so anyways, um, pretty 900% sure that I'm not pregnant, but it's still, um, just a lot of body image and like learning that my body is what it's just going to like look like. And it still looks fantastic. Um, but I just get really self-conscious as we all do about like my stomach area. Um, and I know it sounds so stupid, but it just goes to show that body dysmorphia, body image issues. It's, it's all relative. So you can't hate someone who's like sickly skinny, right? And again, I don't, I don't even want to say sickly skinny because that that's also very rude. I don't mean to say sickly skinny. I mean like someone who just has a very petite, tiny frame and they're like, oh my gosh, I look terrible today. You can't say, oh, well you shouldn't. You know, like we, we all battle and see ourselves so differently. It's crazy. You could put 10 people in front of you and they will all see you in some different way. And I think that is like the craziest thing about like life in general is that you, you will never see yourself the way people do. Right. And you also will never fucking see yourself. Oh my God. Talk about high thoughts. All we do is look in the mirror. We never actually see ourselves. Like we never can look at our true selves point of view from like someone else. We will never be able to see what we look like. Weird. Okay. Right. Anyways. So I'm just kind of like getting through this new, um, uh, kind of like re renewing this idea of like where my body is now that, especially now that I'm done breastfeeding, I'm just like back to me. And, um, so I'm just kind of like working through that. And, um, like I said, most days, like I'm great. Like it's not a big deal. It's more so 
as everyone, after I start like eating, I'm drinking a lot of water. I start to look full. I start to look bloated, like normal. Again, like normalize these things. But since I've just been eating kind of poopy the past few days, past um, few weeks, <laughs> who am I? Past few days, no, bitch, it's been weeks. Um, I can't help but kind of think, you know, ooh, is this bad, you know, am I, am I going too hard? Am I being too crazy, you know? Um, but yeah, so anyways, um, outside of that, is there any other, I got coffee in front of me. I was mostly just really cold because I came right from my workout. Maddox is still at daycare for about an hour. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to record this podcast. And uh, I had like cold sweats. Um, you know how be, you know, when you don't shower right away and you're like, fuck, I'm hot. And then you get home, you're like, fuck. I'm really, I'm really cold. So, all right. What I wanted to talk about today. Is, is really nothing to be honest. I just wanted to come on here and chat because I feel like the past few weeks I've had pretty good episodes. You know, we recapped my birth and we recapped postpartum, a lot of really good inspiration, um, life stuff. And this one, I just wanted to like sit down and talk to you guys. I, I've been grinding, I've been working hard and um, a lot of stuff that's just like scary. Um, and it came to the point where I started to like worry. I'm like, oh my God, what if I'm not doing enough for all these people that like listen to my podcast. And I'm like, man, it's the minute that I have that stress about this podcast, the minute it's not fun. The, the funness comes from me just hanging out with you guys, you know? And, uh, you know, I wish more people wanted to sponsor this podcast. It'd, it'd be one hell of an opportunity, but here we are. Um, I think I'm just a little bit too raunchy for some people. Um, although call her daddy. TBT call her daddy like a throwback. They were raunchy too when they were, but they were on barstool and I'm not. So here we are. Um, as you guys know, I've been working super hard on Candor, which is my skincare company that is launching, um, coming out soon. Um, I'm very excited to unveil it and really like show you guys what we've been working on. Um, this has technically been in the works since 2018. Um, I, I was looking at labs. I had a few phone calls with labs when I, when I lived in Florida. And this stemmed from me continuing to just not really have an opportunity in Tula to do like something that I want to create or, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, like Tula is a great company, huge company. And I, I'm just like a blimp. And I understand that <laughs> I, I don't have the most followers. I don't have the most likes on my posts. I don't have the most whatever, you know, I, I get it. So to expect that maybe I was a little far-fetched, um, but I've been with them for in January, it'll be four years. And so I just figured with the connection that I've had with them that I would have more opportunity to collaborate. So in 2018, when I realized that wasn't happening, so at this point it was about a almost two years into working with each other or maybe a year and a half. Um, it was something that I was finally like, well, I want to make my own line. So I started figuring it out, you know, Googling, watching videos, educating myself, et cetera. 
And um, I spoke with this, uh, with Tula, because again, it's always important to be very upfront and honest. And I told them that I was looking to expand on my own brand. And I talked to the CEO and he kind of, I don't want to say he talked me out of it, but he talked me um, into like some sense about just, you know, hey, here's what it takes. Here's some things you have to think about. Um, And then kind of fed me some ideas of what I could do with Tula and how I could be more involved. Um, Whatever. I don't want to say blue smoke up my ass, but you know, obviously I still am a very essential client of theirs. If you want to call it affiliate. So they want to keep me in. And I respect that. I love Tula. I love the brand and I, I stand by their products 100%. So again, this is no shade. Like I'm still that that's what you do as a company. So I get it. Um, so I ended up ditching the vision, still educating myself deeper on skincare and whatnot, because I wanted to be able to go to Tula and be like, Hey, here's my education. Here's what I want to fucking make. And like, here's why, you know, I wanted to be super duper prepared. Um, so fast forward, fast forward. All right. And I get pregnant. Um, my skincare routine changes and I start to introduce other products and companies to really understand different formulations and ingredients and everything going forward. Because I still had this little idea in the back of my head that I really wanted to create my own beauty brand. So I continued to kind of like dabble with this idea in my head. And I was very grateful that I didn't go for it when I wanted to, because I would have gotten pregnant, you know, a year or so later, which is like how it, how long it takes to create a a brand. You know, it takes a long time. Nonetheless, it would have just been, it would have been me. So this time around, when I started back in November of 2020, just when I was postpartum, because I was reading a ton of stuff in the NICU on like skincare, you know, what I could do, what I could use, breastfeeding, how, you know, what can I, what can I use on my face? What can, blah, blah, blah. And, um, so I finally was like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. So I reached out to people who I knew who I'd reached out to previously, just asking questions. Hey, do you have any ins here? Do you know where to find this? Yada, yada. Um, so I started doing this whole thing on my own. Um, and then I took a gamble and kind of pitched my business to another business to partner, um, and help me do the, the, I don't want to say the dirty work, but the stuff I'm not good at, right? Like the finance aspect, the legal aspect, the packaging, the fulfillment, I'm a creator. I know what I want in a product. I know the innovation that I want. I know the ingredients. Um, so working with a cosmetic chemist who also has the education that I do not, it's so beautiful because I can make things properly that maybe I wouldn't know how to myself, right? Like I have the proper people creating this. It's kind of like a registered dietitian creating a meal plan, right? I maybe know how I could do it, but legally, she knows way more than me. And also she does it better. So like, I'm going to hand that off. Right. Um, so same thing with like, same thing with the, um, kind of the idea of a cosmetic chemist, right? You go to them, you give them the idea of, Hey, here's what I want in a product. And then they know how to properly formulate it. Right. So, um, started doing that. And then the partner that I reached out to and kind of pitched to ended up coming back with me saying like, absolutely. Like we're in. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Not prepared. Um, and so like, here we are now we're, we're partnered together. We're working so hard on creating these amazing things for you. And I did, yes, tell Tula, I told them again, back in December, you know, well, I started in November and then really committed in December to be like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, reached out to them again, very honest, very transparent, telling them that I could not continue to represent them. Um, as I wanted to be very open and transparent. And during that process, again, um, I was supposed to have meetings with people. 
um, this is before my other partnership to see how we could continue to work together and maybe partner even in this skincare line, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Nothing, nothing ever happened. And I never heard from anyone, even though I followed up. So with that being said, um, I still stand by them. You know, at the end of the day, when you guys use my code for Tula, um, I'm, I'm not going to promote products that I don't believe in. Like I believed in them. I still do for four years. Every skincare company offers a different mission statement that will produce different products and ingredients and formulations and trademarks and more of like special blends that they have or technologies that they have. So there is nothing wrong with Tula. And when you guys use my code, you still support me. And the money that I'm making from Tula is going into candor. Um, period. You know what I mean? And anything I'm making from that, I'm funneling right into the product development of what I want to create for you guys. So that is just a little bit of an update, um, which is how, you know, that's going. But I will say that it has been quite the journey. Um, so we are planning on launching a little bit of a soft launch, on January 1st of 2022. So what this soft launch is going to be is basically just like merch. I'm going to do cosmetic bags um, and a few more things. I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. But I've, I've definitely teased the cosmetic bag that we're trying to like perfect. Um, so the soft launch will occur, get you guys on the email list. You guys can get, you know, insider information, et cetera. And then we're going to have our hard launch on 2-22-22. So February 22nd um, of 2022. So from the soft launch to the real launch, we'll be able to unveil each product to you guys. Um, and we have this really cool strategy plan for the launch. So I'm really excited, but I'm also very nervous. And obviously with moving, putting all this money into moving that I've, yes, we've saved for, um, but it's, you know, it's a lot to just do all of these things at once. And so I've just been really praying that I'm in the right direction. Um, that candor will be a success. You know, I don't need to make money from it right away. I want to put all the money back in the company. You know, I want to reinvest it. I want to make this company beautiful and amazing and give the users the experience that I want. Like I wish I had. Um, so I'm, I'm not, planning to like make buku cash off of candor. Like I want it to go right back in the business. But the point is I want it just, I, I want it to be reciprocated. Well, like I want people to be just as excited as I am, you know? So anyway, that's just like a little random follow-up. Um, but if I look back at where I was even, you know, back in that 2018, where I was mentally, where I was physically, everything in between, it's just really crazy to think of where I'm at now. Um, and man, I would, I would cry like every day in Florida. Like it, it was probably, although it was my most exciting part of my life because I was just diving into, um, you know, who I was and I was, I was about to get married. I was planning the wedding. So although it was like such an important time of my life, it was probably the worst that I've ever been mentally. Um, I was, I was not okay. Like I look back and it's not that I was lying to people. It's not like I was being a fake influencer of like showing up with a smile when she hated her life. It was like, I didn't realize I wasn't okay until like I look back and like that girl, I just wish I could hug her and be like, you, you're doing a fantastic job. Like give yourself a break, like go sit by the pool, like skip the gym, go relax. You know, like I, I was just doing so much with so little pouring into myself. 
and I was just so sad. During this time, I had a bunch of hate on my page. And I think it was because I was also transitioning from this phase of like extreme religion, which again, not against, I still 100% believe in God. I believe in Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Like I still believe in Christianity, but I stopped sharing as intricately on my social media because it was just, it was not the place. And when I lost my grandma and grandpa, you know, you go through a phase of wondering, why would this awesome God allow this bullshit to happen? You know? And so I went through this period where I was like, I don't want to talk about God. I don't want to share his faithfulness, you know, cause I don't feel it right now. And then I was also struggling mentally. So as I'm going through this phase, you know, I'm, I'm being myself, I'm, I'm starting to show up more and more like myself and it just pissed people off. You know, who is, who is this Christian girl now saying shit on her story or, or talking about, Oh, I, my ass, it looks huge today. You know, who's this Christian girl talking about having sex with her husband? You know, it was just, it became a very judgmental and toxic place. And so I was in this period of trying to figure out who I was, what I wanted to do while simultaneously other people are trying to tell me what to do because what I'm doing now isn't good enough for them on the internet and all this stuff. And I just remember crying and why it would just hold me or just like, support me and just be like, Des, you're, you're doing such a great job. Like, I just remember he would try to give me pep talks all the time. And it was just a really, really dark time. And so I, I look at me now and, um, I'm just so proud of my mentality. I'm so proud that I didn't give up. And, and that's what I know candor is going to look like in the future too. Like, I'm going to be so glad that I didn't do it in 2018, you know, but I'm going to be so glad I did it in 2020, you know, and it's, it's going to be a new journey and it's going to, it's going to be stressful. It's, it's going to be lots of learning. Um, but I'm, I'm equipped with like a team that has done it and done it very well. And so instead of me going into this kind of just throwing a bone out there and be like, fuck, I hope a dog likes it. I I have the support in the team behind me that knows how to make this a very smooth business and ran and executed very well from the start. And like, that's what I'm excited about is like what I'm bringing you guys isn't going to be this dog shit Etsy version of skincare. And again, that's no shade. I'm just saying like, like I'm really putting my money where my mouth is of making this like fucking dope. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm so glad that my life forced me to wait to revisit this idea in my head. Um, and it's funny. I remember a few weeks ago, fuck, this might've been months ago, Leah, like coach Leah, she put on her Instagram story, something about if you ever have this idea that comes in your head that you need to act on it because if you don't act on it, it's almost like that idea will leave your head and then someone else will get that idea. So think of this idea as like a butterfly that's just flying around people. And it's like, oh, I wonder who I'm going to land on that will love me. That's the same thing. So like all of a sudden you have this idea, right? And you're like, I'm, I'm not good enough. So you don't do it. And then, you know, a few weeks later, you see this, uh, someone else do it. And you're like, but, but that was my fucking idea. Oh my God, fuck. I could have been the first one to do it. But like you didn't. You didn't because you didn't act on it. So like that thought, that idea went and found someone else who was going to act on it. So I feel like 
I got, whether you want to believe that or not, I think that it's a good way to just think about like jumping on it, fucking do it. And for me, I'm lucky I got a second chance. You know, I had this idea dribble into my head 2018, become a fitness influencer that does a skincare line, which again, I don't mean to say fitness influencer, but like if you're thinking about the amount of people that follow me and who else they probably follow, probably a lot of other fitness, right? And not other, no one other, no other fitness people have like beauty lines, right? So point being is I had this idea and within these few years, no one else has done it. And so I'm lucky to have had this idea trinkle back in my head and give me a second chance to act on it, you know? So as terrified as I am, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited for where it can go. Um, you know, perfect world. I would love to open a salon. I'd love to order or open up like a brick and mortar candor store, have it be like a spa where you can also go and be seen by estheticians that, you know, use our products or whatever. Um, and again, you know, I'm just throwing this out there. Right. But it's, it's cool to think about. Right. And fitness, I started fitness because I really loved helping women find confidence in themselves physically, help find confidence in themselves, period, mentally. And so it's cool how like my, my journey has continued to be that, like, that is my mission, help women find their inner confidence and be their best self. That's been like my mission statement from the beginning. And it's cool how it's now evolved into like, I want you to feel good in your skin. Yes. In fitness, but also like self-care. I want your skin to be fucking glowing, sis. I want you to feel good without makeup on. I, I want you to feel even better with makeup on. You know, I, when you take care of your canvas, your makeup goes on better too, right? Your paint goes on better. So it's like all stems from skincare, um, along with just like SPF, right? SPF is, is skincare. SPF saves you from melanoma, you know, and, and other things. Um, so anyways, point being, I, I hope that this can inspire one of you guys to go for whatever you have. And you know what, if it fails, for example, for me, am I going to be out a fuck ton of money? Sure. But I fucking tried. Right. And I could wipe my hands clean and go, you know what? It's not for me, but I fucking did it. And at least I acted on it. So I understand that, that the amount of money you can spend and lose quote is relative. But the thing is, is like, I'm not even letting that idea enter my mind. I'm not going to lose. I'm not, I'm not going to lose. This is going to be amazing. It's going to be huge. It's going to be pretty. It's going to be aesthetic. It's going to be captivating and eye catching. And this is going to be amazing. Bigger than I think even I'm prepared for. This with, again, with the team I have behind me that also believes in me, it gives me the confidence knowing that this is really something like we're really doing something, um, at least like specifically to like in our industry and in the realm that I'm in, um, you know, I'm not doing a fucking another bikini company. I'm not doing athletic wear. I'm not doing supplements. I'm not doing, um, fitness merchandise, although, you know, I dabble in it. Sure. But that's not my main thing. Right. So I'm just excited, um, to see where it goes. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, this took a lot of different trajectory than I thought. Um, but I just, I haven't really given you guys a full kind of fill in. Obviously there's a lot more I could share, but I won't. (laughs) And I'm excited to share when we come closer to maybe like the reveal, the official reveal. So if you listen to brunch with Desby, like I appreciate you guys keeping my secret safe with you. Um, 
I just want to scream it from the rooftops, but it just wouldn't be worth building that hype way too long before our launch, you know? And I want to make sure that everything goes perfectly. So I love you guys. And I know that you're excited if you're listening to this. Um, I also will say like, this is going to be affordable skincare. I want it to be a luxury experience for a fraction of the cost. Um, So if you're someone who's bought Tula, I can promise you it'll be around if below that um, range financially, right? We will, I will dedicate myself to make sure that we will have payment options as well. Um, because I know things like Sezzle, Afterpay, they help. Absolutely. They help. Um, I've, I personally have used them once before. Um, I think it was when I bought like my bikini suit, um, for competing and stuff, you know, it's a lot of money to throw out at one time. And when you want to take care of your skincare, it's so important to put that money out there. But if you don't have it all at once, that like, that's also okay. Like how can we split it up then? Right. So then you have four payments. You're thinking, okay, for me to take care of my skin, it's only four payments of $5 and 50 cents or whatever. And when you put that into the idea of taking care of your skin versus half of a Chipotle bowl, you're like, okay, fuck, I I really need to take care of my skin. (laughs) So in the meantime, if you guys are looking for skincare, I mean, Tula, Tula offers amazing products. You know, I'm, I'm not sitting here. I'm not knocking. At the end of the day, I was very inspired by Tula and Tula got me to the point of wanting to educate myself, right? Because I fell in love with skincare. So there is nothing wrong with any products. And I want to just make sure you guys know that because I still, I still love them. And guess what? A lot of the products I'm creating, they don't have, they're different then, or like any products that I don't have, they do. Right. So like if I, I'm not going to have eye sticks to start with, I love their cooling balm, eye balm. So like, I'm still going to fucking buy it. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's, it's going to be a really cool experience to show you guys how you can still use multiple companies and support multiple companies in your skincare. Now, do I think using one company is great? Yes, because it gives you a really good idea of formulation from the same company. And they typically will have their products kind of like laid out, right? So like, here's your step one, here's your step two, here's your step three. When you start intermixing, you kind of just have to be more educated knowing like, okay, if I use this from Paula's choice, then what can I use from Tula? That's not going to, you know, take away from this or what order do I put them in? Right. It's a little bit confusing, but if you're good at it or you feel comfortable doing it, like you can more than willing do it. I've been using my cleanser usually in the mornings. Cause I just love the way it makes me feel. And then I've been using Onyx and Rose at night. So it's like, I'm still using multiple products with my own. Um, and so it's, it's cool to know that in the future, as you guys are maybe wanting to use candor, but also still build in your Tula routine, I will, I can show you how to do that. And that's still 100%. Okay. Um, so I'm just, fuck, I'm so excited. Um, damn, again, this took such a different turn than I thought. Um, <laughs> but, um, I just, I'm just so at the end of the day, what this comes at full circle is how proud I am that I didn't give up in, in anything in my Desby fit in my, in my B fit training app, there was a period of time where like, I, I thought I was going to have to like close my app. I thought I was never going to get one-on-one clients again. I just, I felt like the world hated me. Um, and it was because of just a few troll accounts, you know, and the people like you guys listening and the ones who stuck around, like you kept me chasing my dream, my dream to just continue to help people. And candor is now a a part of that dream, helping people in now a different way 
that still encompasses my mission of helping women be the be their best self, be their most confident. Um, and I just think it's so, it's just so cool. You know, if, if I think back at me in high school, I thought I was going to be a physical therapist. I wanted to work for Notre Dame. Like I wanted to be Notre Dame's like go-to physical therapist or orthopedic surgeon. And I just like kind of thought that's what my life was going to amount to. You know, I was just going to go to school. I was going to get my doctorates. And then I, and then I was just going to work, um, work like we all do, you know? And, but like you guys have given me an opportunity to create everything that I love about life and, and sell it and make income and support my family in ways that I've never thought that I could and given me the chance to, you know, even ha- like house my brother for six months. You know, I, I paid for everything for my brother when he lived with us for half a year. If I would have been a, a, a lower income, you know, taking care of a son and then, you know, kind of d- adopting my brother for a short period of time, it like I couldn't have done it financially. But because you guys, you know, use my codes, support my BFIT app, you know, challenges, et cetera, I get to take care of my family and then also take care of other families, you know, including like Emily, Emily's family, her and Wyatt, Tish, Tish and her, her new baby coming, her son, her husband, Jen and her fiance, Leah and her husband and their dog, you know, I get to help other people too. So it's not just about you guys using my codes to support me. You get to help me pay my coaches, you know, and, and give them the opportunity to also do what they love. I mean, it's just, it's a really cool trinkle effect when you're supporting the right people. Okay. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, everyone's a sack of shit. That's not how it is at all. But I will genuinely and confidently say like, we are great fucking people to support and we really run things professionally and ethically. Um, as it, it, like, we are really a poster child for what the industry should consistently be. Um, and there are some other people that are doing great jobs. So I'm not taking away from that, but I'm saying in terms of like, you think of just, I'm just talking DBFT in general, very proud of what we do. Um, so I guess speaking of that, I will share something really exciting. Um, we are officially a BBB accredited business. So what that means is that when you go on a website, um, and you're, you know, say it's like a construction website and they're going to build a house. You want to build a house and you scroll down and it says BBB accredited business, right? You know that you can trust that business because you're like, holy fuck, they're certified, you know, by the BBB. God damn, sweet. So I was reached out to a few days ago, probably a week ago now by the Better Business Bureau in the state of Michigan. And I was somehow like pre-approved based on like positive reviews or something I was pre-qualified to become a BBB accredited business. And trust me, I thought it was a scam at first, but I did my research, my lawyer helped me and, and it was it was legit. So I did apply, cause you have to like apply to even become a recognized business. You have to hit a certain amount of like um, proper things on the application, I don't know. Anyway, found out that we were approved. So what that means is that anywhere on our website or on our posts or anything, we can use the logo of like, you know, the BBB and that we're accredited. And um, there can be reviews left like online. Um, you know, oh my gosh, DBFT changed my life, whatever. And other people can see that and then they can find us um, so that if they're online 
and they're say you're on the BBB, like Better Business Bureau, you're looking for a personal trainer um, in Michigan, right? You're like, fuck, dude, I'm tired of being screwed over. I need a personal trainer in Michigan. You could look up a personal trainer, right? We would maybe pop up and then people could find us and be like, oh my gosh, look, Desby Fit Training out of Michigan. Um, that is, that's so cool. I, I wanted to get involved and then boom, all of our stuff's on the Better Business Bureau website. Um, so very fucking cool. I'm very, very proud. Again, it's one of those things that I've worked very hard to be a legitimate business in this space in, in life in general. And so to be a accredited business of the Better Business Bureau, it's huge, especially for a very small business like myself. Um, so we rock, go DBFT, go team. Um, but yeah, I think all, all that's really left to say is, you know, if you're looking for one-on-one coaching, I have coaching spots available. Um, I'm taking a few more clients than normal because I, I really feel back into routines since having Maddox. So I'm excited for that. Um, I think that's really it. Just send good juju that my fucking house is going to sell, dude. Um, like I know it'll sell, but I, I hope we also get what it's worth. That's the hard part about the market right now is like most homes are being oversold, meaning like too high. I mean, like they're being overpriced in, in a good way, I guess, for the, for the seller, right? They're, they're making more money than they thought they would. But I just want to make sure that we at least break even for the amount of money that we had to put into our kitchen and then like to redo the, the shitty kitchen. If you guys remember that fucking fiasco. Yeah we still have door handles falling off from what he installed. So fucking terrible. I will never go through a contractor again. I really never want to ever do remodeling work again, unless I fucking do it. And I'll educate myself on how to do it because I'm tired of paying people who don't give a fuck. That's for sure. Um, so I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks so much for being here. Um, kind of a random, random episode, but you know what? Sometimes it's just like that and that's okay. Um, but you guys rock. And again, check out the link in the bio for fit for life. Shh. Shh. It's going to be off by tonight. So if you're listening and it's not Sunday, sorry, sorry. Um, better help code Desby 10% off your first month. Code Desby really anywhere, to be honest. Um, and uh, one-on-one coaching is open. All right. I'm going to go get my son. I'm going to go shower and relax. See you guys next week.